Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. One or two sharp night frosts over the weekend and it was just what I needed. Uh, we've dug a, a strip of that really heavy clay soil up at uh, the Floral Fantasia at Hyde Hall. And those cloddy bits of clay, they want to freeze and then thaw and then freeze again and it breaks them down. And then by next April time, when we need to plant up Rudbeckia, should just knock down beautifully. It was strange because uh, I went out to the car Sunday evening and it was all covered with ice and then by Monday morning it had all gone. Amazing how the wind changes and how the temperature changes too. I did manage to... Uh, take a few minutes to get some soil knocked down under cloches, ready to plant some sweet peas. And I also attended the Bedding and Pot Plant Ornamentals Conference in Peterborough last week. Boy, that was high-tech stuff. Uh, Eric Forshellen, a Cyclamen specialist, he was telling us that in a few years' time we'll have plant navs rather like sat-navs in the car except um, it won't sort of tell you where to go in terms of a journey, but it will actually control the conditions within a greenhouse so that you'll feed into your plant nav the size of plant that you're potting up or starting with, and then you put in when you want the plant to be ready, uh, to be sold or for a wedding or whatever it is, and the plant nav does the rest. It controls the temperature and it controls the... uh, amount of ventilation it can even bring the shading over or take the shading back if the weather happens to be a bit warm then uh, the computer will slow the temperature down so that it slows growth uh, and your plant should be perfect amazing world we're going to hey they say that uh, growers won't need experience they'll just work to the blueprint what's new Well, I notice in one of the magazines that comes whomping through my letterbox at regular intervals that wood is the new wonder material for building skyscrapers. How about that? I mean, we're uh, 14 floors up just by the Shard in London with the uh, news building uh, and I can't really imagine that being built of wood. I mean, we've had glued laminate timber and laminated veneer lumber as they call it for 50 years or more but the latest uh, development is what they call cross laminated timber CLT and that's the newest engineered wood material that is transforming the construction industry by all account 
I mean, they can make it in sheets six metres wide and 50 centimetres thick, uh, which can be used to form whole walls or floors. Uh, And when uh, it's made in this way, it's as strong as steel and concrete. But, of course, much lighter. And if you're in areas where there is uh, earthquakes, then wood, of course, uh, will bend a bit. Uh, and is uh, proving quite a suitable material. Boy, things change. I mean, you'll hear lots, I think, in the coming months about planting more trees, but uh, we don't hear so much about the way that the timber is used. And here's a really good sustainable material, absorb carbon dioxide, and when we use it for building, of course, uh, it has a very light carbon footprint. Uh, as far as the atmosphere is concerned. I mentioned last week about the uh, conference and international trade shows coming up, and I'm very interested to hear at the IPM in Germany, MNP flowers are introducing a new colour of their zero chrism to be called pink flame. Now, for the past 12 months, or well, perhaps getting on for 18 now, I've grown Granvia Gold, Zero Chrism, Granvia Gold. It's a remarkable plant. It's a straw flower. When you touch it, the petals are quite crunchy. Uh, and it has flowered non-stop from uh, late May, early June, right round to mid-January. The Granvia Gold, a yellow one, has really stood up to the weather. And it's an interesting flower because when the centre gets wet, all the petals close around the central disc uh, and protect it, and then as the conditions dry, so it opens again. I can see us having some fun with that with children, taking them into the classroom and uh, having really dry, open flowers and then putting a drop or two of water in the centre and watching the petals slowly close. The Zero Chrysanthemum Pink Flame like its golden sister variety, has come from Suntory in Japan. And and they've also got two new varieties of Sinetti. Now, that's a thing which looks a bit like Cineraria, a daisy-shaped flower, but it flowers from April through to June and fills that sort of gap when many of the spring flowers are over and before the main summer weight of bloom comes in. And I'll be very interested to see those. Duman Orange... Um, are launching some new garden chrysanthemums, garden mums, called Home Run in four colours. I'm a great enthusiast for garden mums. Again, they provide another new surge of colour in that September-October period. And when we planted a bed or so at the uh, Floral Fantasia area in uh, Hyde Hall, the RHS garden at Hyde Hall, boy, they did provide us some... uh, eye-catching colour through the autumn. Dume and Orange are also uh, introducing a new poinsettia with Christmas just behind us. It seems a bit uh, untimely to be talking about poinsettia, but their variety, Freya, is a nanobrack type, which means that all of the colour bracks are held well above the leaves. So lots of exciting new plants coming along and uh, buildings (laughs) constructed with uh, quite remarkable new materials. But back home in the garden, 
I think it's time that we uh, started sowing some hardy veg indoors. I mean, if you can sow a few seeds of lettuce, summer cabbage, peas, broad beans, just get those germinated indoors and then moved out into a cold frame or somewhere to uh, give them just a little protection, they'll be ready to plant in uh, March and early April to give you a flying start. The veg growers, particularly up in Lincolnshire and in Evesham, had a pretty tough time last autumn with all those uh, really heavy, wet, rainy days. Uh, And I think uh, fresh vegetables could be running a little bit short. So not only will it be uh, healthy and good for you, looks as if some of that fresh veg could be going up in price and growing your own could be a sensible thing to do. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My guest this week is Joe Davey. We met uh, several years ago, and if I remember correctly... It was out in the nursery fields uh, near Woodbridge in Suffolk. Uh, Does my memory serve me right, Jo? Yeah, Peter, that's correct. We first met when I was working at uh, Knockhut's Nurseries, which later became John Wood's Nurseries. And uh, They were specialists, really, in roses and handled the cordies, the German bread kinds, didn't they? Yeah, that's right, they did, um, and sold them under the uh, mattocks branding which um which not cuts uh still still stock i mean you're, you're knocking off some big names there knockouts cordis mattock uh, john wood yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then you uh, abandoned us nursery people uh, and went into the print world i think i did yeah yes yeah. sort i of went over to the um dark side and uh worked for floor media who um are sort of um they do labels for, for yeah. nurseries uh, around the around the UK and Europe, actually. Um, so uh, I was I'm passionately interested in plants, and I just I just wanted to do something a little bit different. So um, yeah, and also learn a little bit more about marketing as well, which has always been an interest. Well, you should certainly have done that uh, with the label business. I mean, millions yeah. of labels, and of course, giving instruction to countless people when they buy their plants yeah really really important part of the product but now joe you've recently landed with what i think it's fair to say the largest wholesale rose nursery in britain yeah i think you're you're right in saying that yeah with wharton's 
roses. So really exciting opportunity and really glad to be back with, with plants and especially roses. So, yeah, it's uh, my dream job, actually, when I think back. Yeah, really happy. When did you join? Um, well, actually, I've um, sort of about a month ago, so I'm really new into the job. But I have worked for, for Waltz before many years ago. So, um, in fact, before my time with um, with Knockbuts. Because, so, the, um, I mean, the perfect time is, uh, we say, late June through to August, September, when those uh, fields and fields of roses in full bloom, many of them fragrant, it's a fantastic place to be, isn't it? Oh, it is, it is superb, and I cannot wait for that time of year to come round. Obviously, starting at this time of year, um, things, are, things are looking a little bit more bleaker, but, um, yeah, definite promise of things to come. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's been quite muddy this autumn. Yeah, the guys out in the field lifting the roses have been doing a fantastic job because it's been so challenging, but they're, um, they're managing to keep ahead, So, which is good because we had a really good year last year for sales and it's looking like the coming year is going to be just as good. So, yeah, yeah. busy potting at the moment. It would be fair to say that, you know, roses are on the up again in terms oh. of demand and interest. Oh yeah, definitely. I think people, I think people love roses, and I think it's well documented that the rose is the nation's favourite flower. Um, but I think perhaps uh, roses might have a bit of a, a reputation for being a bit problematic. But I think that's because of some of the older varieties that are out there. But now there's some really healthy roses that just flower and flower. They've got you know colour fragrance and um, and a part of my job is to to promote those new varieties and I think as well they can just be used in a, a multitude of different situations so you know you, you they can be planted with perennials with shrubs in containers so yeah really multi-purpose plant and I think people are, are recognizing that now and so roses uh, are m- much more commonly mixed planted in with other things. The formal rose beds that we had in the 60s and 70s, I suppose gardens, they're just not big enough, don't have the space to do that in the way we did. Yeah, that's right. I think, yeah, sadly, gardens today, they are getting smaller. Um, but, um, yeah, there's always a, a rose for a, a sort of situation. So, and, um, and they just weren't much better. And um, we've got a new range of roses, which is particularly good for cutting. So, um, yeah, and they're, you know, they're great for smaller gardens. Now, tell me a bit about those, because I'm uh, very enthusiastic if you're referring to the florist series. Yeah, that's right, Peter, the home florist range. So it's it's a range of four varieties, and they're, they're, they're lovely garden roses, very healthy, uh, a, a nice size, get up to just, just below a metre in height. But they're also good for cutting. So you can, you know, put them in sort of informal arrangements, bring them in the house. So we're thinking, you know, people grow their own uh, veg and so forth. And we're now thinking of cut your own. So you can grow your own cut flower roses. And they're just really easy to put a little bouquet together, uh, put them in a vase. Um, and they're really fragrant, which is which is the big, big bonus. Absolutely knockout. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you supplied four or five of each of those four varieties for the BBC Gardeners World live exhibition last June. They went on to be planted at Hyde Hall, and I found that if you deadheaded, well, just before the petals fell, 
and you put one of those blooms in a bowl in a room at home, it sort of naturally dried in a centrally heated home. Yeah. It's like potpourri. I mean, it's set, yeah. one bloom scented a room. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, no, they're brilliant, brilliant varieties. So. Yeah. And the repeat flowering. I mean, they the, the ones we had planted at Hyde Hall would only have been two year old. But I mean, they were never out of flower. You know, you just yeah, had to come back and they came again. Yeah, and if, it, if it's, you know, depending on um, when we get first frost, I think they will flower up to the first frost. I mean, they just, just carry on. So, yeah, really good value. And it would be fair to say that a number of the modern roses now are pretty disease resistant. Yeah, I think I think they are. I think we wouldn't introduce the rose if it didn't have absolutely super health because, you know, there's no point. So, and that's something we work hard at, and we work with breeders from around the world, and so we can pick the very, you know the very best, healthiest roses for, for the UK climate. So I think it's just it is it's so important. As I said, we wouldn't introduce something if we didn't believe it to be as as healthy as it it could be. So, well, I think Robert um, introduced me to the flower carpet series, and I mean that first one, flower carpet pink. I've n- never seen mildew or black spot no. or, or rust on that. No. I mean, flower carpet, well, it's celebrating, it's sort of uh, coming up to 25 years that it, it, it's been in production. And, um, yeah, and again, another one, another rose that will flower until first frosts. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's won, well, it's won over 25 awards internationally. So it's, yeah, fantastic variety and a nice range of colours now. Not just the pink, but the sort of reds and golds and white. So it's a great, and again, you can use it in, you know, sort of multiple uses. Um, you know, really easy care, just sort of plant it and off it will go. And is it really 25 years since I planted that first one by my front gate? <laughs> oh, sorry. 25 sorry, I think years. Possibly is. I think it possibly is. <laughs> the years do fly by. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, my plant went in alongside a very young UH, which is now six foot or more high, and flower carpet puts up with that competition uh, yeah. and grows as strong as ever. Yeah, and yeah, and, and a UH is competition as well, isn't it? So sort of densely rooted, but um, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, I can see well. you, I can see you working yourself out of a job. <laughs> Gardens getting smaller, and you buy one that doesn't need spraying and flowers non-stop for twenty-five years. <laughs> what else should we be looking for? Uh, I mean, as gardens get smaller, fences need to be clad too, don't they? I mean, you, you're. Oh, they, yeah, and we do some lovely patio patio climbing roses, so. You know, probably get to about sort of six to nine foot, but can easily sort of, you know, controlled and kept within that. So um, you've got things like, you know, Laura Ford, Warm Welcome, Gloriana, all, you know, lovely, lovely, lovely colours and, um, yeah, something to look out for. Well, and uh, I'm afraid I still like Compassion. I find that a lovely rose, a climbing, big climbing rose to cut. Yeah, a classic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to. I need to get another one. Somebody moved the fence, and I lost my main plant, so I need to replant that. 
When is the main selling season these days? Presumably the bare root is not as popular as it was. No, actually our busiest season um, is, May, is actually May-June time when the roses come into flower or just starting to colour up. Because I think, you know, today's gardeners, they, they like to see the colour, they like to see what they're getting and um, the sort of traditional early sales. Although planting early, like this time of year, is, is, is great and, it's, you know, the plants can get established, we still see that lift in sort of, you know, late spring, early summer when the roses come into flower. Well, you might as well mm. s- smell them. And, and get yes. a, and get a fragrance that you like as well as a colour yeah. you like, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Joe, we've been uh, fairly enthusiastic about the Rose Festival week, the last week in June. I hope in your new role we'll be able to involve you somewhat in that. It, it's become very quickly uh, very popular. Oh yeah, definitely. We definitely something we want to to get more involved with and, and encourage. Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. It just puts a focus on roses at that time of year. And anybody with a quite nice rose in the garden on the, that Saturday at the start of the week can just cut it and take it into their local garden centre. It, it's yeah. judged there. And then we uh, have a nas- national judging of all of the first prize winners to get the prettiest rose in Britain. You, know, you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't like to hazard a guess on what that might be next year. Well, I would like to. I would like to think it might be one of the home forest roses. But, um, <laughs> yeah, who knows what's out there? <laughs> They're a challenge for you to judge, I should imagine, as well. Yeah, and you'll be trialling more new varieties up there in Halston. Oh yeah, I, our, our trialling is is ongoing, really. Um, as I said, we work with breeders from around the world, and we're you know constantly bringing in varieties to to trial we trial them all in pots so that we know that they're going to perform well when they get out to a garden center um as well as you know trialing them in the ground so but it's ongoing because we can't take um, about three years to produce a rose from start to finish so yeah we're constantly constantly trialing uh, bringing new things in joe thank you for joining us today look forward to walking those rose fields late june early july thanks peter My tailpiece this week is nicked from uh, Graham Clark, uh, you know, who we uh, interviewed recently, uh, from his uh, amateur gardening, Gardener's Miscellany. He's been looking at girls' names, and apparently uh, in Cosmopolitan magazine, the ten most popular girls' names in 2020 will be Ada, Reese, Mika, Paisley... Tegan, Nova, Aura, Pearl, and Billy. Seems like a strange mix of names that does to me. Apparently there are no listed plants with names Reese, Amina, or Tegan, but Graham found Hemerocallis adar, Asa palmatum mica, Alstromeria princess Amina, and Camellia japonica Billy McCaskill. And he said he supposes that that will only be truly appropriate if the surname of the girl in question is McCaskill. There were eight listings apparently for Paisley and the most widely available plants being Hosta, Lakeside Paisley, print, Dianthus Paisley gem, 
and Rose Paisley Abbey. So if there's a newborn with uh, that girl's name, there's an appropriate plant for you to buy as a gift. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. And thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.